Welcome to It Takes a Village, a podcast for parents of teenagers. You're not alone, and here we equip you with ideas and resources to help you walk confidently in your role as the primary discipler in your child's life. This podcast is hosted by the youth ministry staff at First Baptist Church Arlington. And that includes Kirk Crodel, our youth pastor, Tanner Watson, our guys minister, and me, Chelsea, our girls minister. We hope that this is a valuable resource to you because it really does take a village. All right, welcome back to the It Takes a Village podcast. It takes hey, hey, a village. Hey. Gentlemen, how are y'all doing today? Oh, I'm well. What's up, village people? Come on now. <laughs> Glad you're back. It's good to be back in the studio <laughs> with say, you to. A parent of teenager does feel like a village person sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's not I don't know what's going yeah. on. Living in a village. Yeah, well, it, yeah, do and you it can uh, look like any of those costumes oh, at any point. At any point. <laughs> the hat changes occasionally. <laughs> can I tell you all something good? Tell Please me something do. good, Tanner. Oh, man. I moved to Arlington recently. Oh, yes. And it's been, it's been a long year. I've I, I, recently come on my year on staff. As well, and what and, a year! Uh, what what a year. Um, but I finally moved to Arlington after a year of commuting from Argyle, and don't tell if you're you what. Not from around here. What's what's that? What's the mileage every day you uh, were putting on? About eighty miles okay. uh, round trip. Bless your um, heart. So we don't miss the trip. In fact, nowadays most of my commutes are on a longboard. <laughs> I don't even get in my car, which is really good because my car's in the shop right now. <laughs> I love the longboard. So if you see somebody up. just st- <laughs> rolling along on the sidewalk, yeah, don't worry. Please don't hit me. <laughs> yeah, watch out if you're on UTA he Boulevard. Is, he is going faster than the UTA Boulevard traffic. That's, so that, yeah, really, that is true. you're not going to catch <laughs> him. Look out! You've got too many stuff. stop signs. Hey, about, I'm, I'm hopeful you? for some good news. Okay, because speaking of vehicles. A uh, good friend of mine owns a, a car dealership. Had a mm. had a had a truck come in the other day. Um, this episode of the Tell yeah, me and I or may not have me a <laughs> new <laughs> to me truck coming in, and so uh, Hernando Toyota, come on, man, <laughs> sponsor up. us. So I don't. I'm, I'm hoping it's good. I'm hopeful for something mm. good. It's time. It's time. I've heard that anticipation for good things is like half of Man. the enjoyment. Okay, it's, so it's going to be awesome. It's like building up to Christmas. You know, you I know? drive a vehicle and like into the ground. So my truck right. had like two hundred and seventy thousand miles on it when I got rid of it, and and I I mean, mm-hmm. hey, we had a good run from 05, you know. Up, yeah. But um, yeah, it was time for it's something solid else. Solid year. So it was yeah. So it's it's time to do something different. Mm. So yeah. How about you, Chelsea? Um. Well, my, okay, this is going to sound sad, but my grandmother recently passed away, and Mm. so we, I've been helping um, my parents go through Mm. her belongings, and um, it's just really sweet to kind of go through some things that have been passed down by the family, Mm. and some handmade quilts, and this, like, really beautiful opal ring, Um, so just sweet things that we'll get to keep, and I don't know, maybe pass down to Lucy one day, we'll see, so that's been sweet. Mm. Little Lulu. Yeah. Again, cutest kid on the face of the planet. I, you know, God makes them that way because they are <laughs> crazy. Yeah. They are just feral. <laughs> yeah. Man. Anyway, she's well, learned she how to well. like stick her tongue out and spit oh. and thinks it's so funny. Oh, and I was like, we awesome. do not. 
spit on people. Okay, Tanner. Like, come on. That has not now happened to me yet. I don't know how to uh, continue. Hey, Tell her I'll do it back. Can you do, do this? <laughs> Lucy, come on. That's gross. Anyway, okay, so <laughs> just a heads up for those who are listening. Mm. We are going to be talking about bodies today and some mental health issues, including mm. eating disorders. So if that's something that um, affects you, just want to make you aware. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, gentlemen, do you remember the show Extreme Makeover? Not the Home Tanner, Edition. do you remember this one? I remember Home Edition. Not Dude. the Home not. Not I remember Ty Pennington. Pennington. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yeah, this was not move that bus. No. Okay, this was so this crazy. Is like the original Extreme Makeover. Yeah, it's, I didn't even know this was a thing. It started airing in 2002 oh when I was in the eighth grade. Uh-huh. And I was watching it. It was on ABC, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, it was on ABC. And they would take these, like, normal people. I don't know how they got on the show, if they got nominated or whatever, because the 2000s were Actually a crazy time. A Your friends could, like, nominate you to go on what not to wear, you know? How, like How would that feel? What? Like, hey, we got this. We got some pictures of you oh and a call gosh. from your friend Tanner who sent us this. Like, we're I would have Tanner, that. come on, man. We're going to give you a new uh, wardrobe, but we will me. humiliate you before this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, so this on this one. show, they would take these people, and they would – do extreme makeovers so they would do obviously like extreme diet and exercises but most of them were getting plastic Plastic surgery surgery. yeah like they would do this full body like go through everything at the beginning and they'd be like well let's do like these four things and they would go through surgery so then the length of their program included all of their like surgical and recovery time so it was weeks of them recovering plus their exercise and then they were doing like veneers on their teeth and um i'm trying to think of what else they would do it was like obviously like hair and skin and um oh my goodness i call like it was wild it was it you was would get nuts. to the end and the people would not even look like you wouldn't yeah it wasn't the same person they're not even recognizable mm-hmm. and like they were just yeah they oh my so that we, show it was lasted like a, longer than you would think. Yeah, it had yeah. Four seasons. We would watch it. I'll, I'll admit because it was it was to me it was like you know when you see a car wreck, what do you do, man? You slow down and you're rubbernecking. Yeah. Like oh my gosh, what happened? <laughs> That's serious. You're like oh my god. I can't believe it lasted that long. But I mean, it, it had a it lot of controversy. Sound as wholesome as because the it was like home very, edition. No, <laughs> not nearly as wholesome. Yeah, very different feel. I mean, really, Move a lot that, of it was that they weren't just like perpetuating these standards of beauty but they were really profiting off of them and exploiting mm-hmm. people in the process mm-hmm. um but i so i was in the eighth grade when the show was on oh, wow. and i remember watching and being like okay if i was gonna get anything i wanted fixed what would i yeah. do and so all the time i was thinking about like what plastic surgery i would want to have mm. or like how i would want to fix things and you know like, mm. is my nose straight enough? Do I need do I need to affect you know, like mm-hmm. are my ears a little real. weird? Do I need to pull my skin back? No, I was fourteen. Oh anyway, goodness. that was dumb. But it really is that time of adolescence of where you become aware of your body and the way Absolutely. that other people see you and the way you see yourself. So when we talk about body image, you know, really all that means is it's it's how we see ourselves when we look in the mirror or how we think of ourselves in our own mind because that's how we perceive that other people are are seeing us. Yeah. And it matters um, because it can deeply affect not only our mental health, but our physical and spiritual and emotional health as well. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I saw a statistic that 81% of fifth graders are afraid of being fat. Wow. Um, so keeping that in mind, you know, there's just a lot of things that can affect mm-hmm. our perception of ourselves, right. our contentment with our own body. Especially um, at that age. You can't, yeah. it's hard to control what your body looks like altogether right? at that That's age. Yeah. So many changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much is happening mm-hmm. inside and outside of, of, a, of a body at that age. It's yes. crazy. Exactly. And it almost feels like whatever you have, what, uh, like the opposite is better. So yes. I don't know about yeah, for guys, but like if you had straight hair, you wanted curly mm, hair, or if yeah. you had, um, you know, like fair skin, you really wanted tan skin, or you know, if you were really skinny, you wanted curves or like more bulk. Um, I don't know. I can only speak from a, a female perspective, but it was a very common thing. Yeah. If you developed too early and had like large breasts, then it was embarrassing. But mm-hmm. if you never developed, it was also embarrassing. Yeah. And you assumed that everyone else was talking about it or mm-hmm. that everyone else noticed that about yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Um, even things like glasses, which I got in the uh, fourth grade, or braces that affect your quality of life that are helpful but also affect mm-hmm. your appearance like those can be <laughs> yeah, devastating in adolescence you know um so do you guys have any memories like formative things that you think back on that that point <laughs> to you becoming aware of like how you looked or how other people thought you looked i i do sixth yeah. grade sixth grade sixth right? grade yeah uh, that's when my my brother, who's an awesome dude, but he he loved to poke fun. Uh, it's probably what made him a really great firefighter because he was very adept at just giving people crap uh, at a firehouse long before he ever got to a firehouse. But he used to just mess with me. My brother was like really tall and slender, mm-hmm. c- kind of like me, um, but different. <laughs> uh, he's like four inches taller and probably thirty pounds lighter, uh-huh. and so his his yeah it worked better. But he, the first time I hit my length of my jean and my waist of my jean were the same size. And yeah. I was like, it, I didn't think anything of it until he's like, sure. you got to be kidding me. We were school shopping, going Aww. into sixth grade. He was going into senior high school. And uh, and he started messing with me. And then he'd be like, whoa, dude. You know, he just pick on me as mm-hmm. a brother would do. Mm-hmm. And it totally, like, it, you know, then it, yeah. it just became something I, I immediately saw in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks a lot, Todd. Yeah. Great yeah. job. I, uh, you, my first job was at Chick-fil-A. My first real job was at a Chick-fil-A. And, uh, pleasure. Let me tell you, pleasure. they feed you well at the Lord's house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. I gained a lot of weight. Uh, I stopped, you know, I stopped participating in athletics. I had a car, so I needed to pay for stuff. So it was either do athletics or get a job. And I chose a job so I could pay for stuff. Um, and, uh, I had someone I knew it wasn't even a friend, um, a girl, not even a girl I really liked, um, made a comment about how, uh, my waistline had gotten bigger because, you know, I'd been eating at Chick-fil-A and not working mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. and it wrecked me. Yeah. And it was like, not even a person that I sure. like yeah. valued any other opinion they had. Um, but it was just that simple comment. And I remember thinking, oh man, I mean, she's right. <laughs> Wait <a> minute. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, in the sixth grade, two instances that I was like, these are seared into my memory because they like cut so deeply. But one of them was I was in a sixth grade play, like not even a big deal. I don't even think we did it on a stage. Um, But I was 
it was Wizard of Oz, I was Glinda the Good Witch, mm. and one of the moms was helping with costumes and had was coming in to fit me in the dress and was having a hard time closing it in the back. And she said, oh, you're bigger than I thought. And I don't wow. know that she meant anything bad by it, but I was like, I don't think I'm very big. Like, I don't, <laughs> I'm 12, you know? And so I still think back, I'm like, ooh, that was not a good thing to say. And then I also remember being in a class, <laughs> Joey Potter turned to look at me, he was like, you have a mustache. <laughs> and I was oh, like, man. so I went home and my mom was like, I can take care of that. So <laughs> In seventh grade, I was in oh, the, God. that's so interesting, like that vividly yeah. sparked seventh grade in the snack bar line. You know, you had two regular lines and you go to the snack bar. Mm. So I went to the snack bar every day and got two cheeseburgers and added with mayonnaise and pickles and the love came. <laughs> Is what I have for lunch every day, and I look back at this girl, and she goes, "Oh my gosh!" It's like, "What?" She goes, "You have a unibrow." I was no. like, "I just went, oh," and I went back to the table. I was like, "What's a unibrow?" <laughs> so yeah. they're like, "Uh," so yeah. And my poor I you know we probably didn't hold on to those memories where we were not kind to other no, people. No, no, I never say anything. I'm sure <laughs> like that to yeah. anyone ever. But I feel like that really speaks to how profoundly <laughs> these things can impact us, even yeah. in middle school. And so, as parents, when you have your kids coming home who are like crushed over something, yeah. like don't discount it. It stuck with us. Oh my goodness, yeah. For years, yeah, like that, listen, was... I do not have a mustache anymore. I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it was 1987 and 1988. <laughs> Oh, yeah, my two examples. So body image affects us. It does. And in extreme situations, it can really lead to some some hard things. It can lead to depression, eating disorders, um, acting out sexually, whether that's because you're looking for attention Mm -hmm. or because um, you're trying to prove something um, or even substance abuse. Mm. So we want our children to develop a healthy body image not just for the sake of, of seeing themselves clearly, but also because it impacts every part of their life. That's right. Mm-hmm. So what are some practical things that we can do to encourage teenagers um, to have a healthy body image? Yeah, we, you know, we've, we've talked about these kind of open conversations, how we talk about things with our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so s- some of this just goes back to us as parents, like the, even the language that we use as parents in a – so we were talking about before we started recording, like that's one of the things we're finding in our house right now. But just realizing like our voice so often becomes the voice in our children's head when they think about food or weight or their bodies or just bodies in general. So mm-hmm. part of that, the way we speak about ourselves, uh, the way we speak about our bodies, the way we speak about other people's bodies, like we, again, part of this is modeling but we've got to be super careful in how we talk about other people. And so mm-hmm. I think there's oftentimes just very flippant remarks that we make. We don't think anything of, but that can really impact um, our children on just their ongoing mindset about things. And so part of it, even talking about how um, about how we talk about ourselves or being critical about ourselves and how we see our, ourselves is really important mm-hmm. and, and, and making sure like some of this uh, – you know, we're we are uh, right now trying. Teresa and I are trying to maybe eat a little more healthy mm-hmm. um, and take a little better care of ourselves. Part of that is we look at our age and going, okay, we really do have to take this seriously. Part of that we want our kids to see us healthy and being really active and doing some things. But some of that has meant we're changing some of our eating habits. And I was telling you earlier, like suddenly my kids will go grab food out 
my mm-hmm. elementary school kids and be like, oh, how many carbs are in this? And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this mm-hmm. is not good. So part of it instead of saying, like, hey, I'm, I'm too fat to have a cookie um, or, you know, um, hey, man, you know, here's part of me. Like, y'all, well, you know, I'm doing this. I really need to lose some weight. So that's challenging. But some of that saying something like, hey, I'm just already full tonight. Maybe I'll have a, car, uh, you know, a cookie tomorrow. Or, um, you know, I, man, I need to get moving. I need to be active. I need to go take a run. That's my thing for, for my wife. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm going to go get on my bike, take a ride. Um, and part of that, just, hey, I'm going to do this because it just makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, <laughs> I'm like, it yeah. makes me sleep better. Um, yeah, you're not framing exercise as like a punishment or something you right. have to do to mm-hmm. earn yeah. your food. It yeah. is just something that you enjoy doing that makes your body work better. Right. And, you know, again, part of that, just realizing like how those little things can impact our, impact our kids. And we see that, but I think back to some things my parents said and did and, mm-hmm. and so much of how they modeled relationships even with food and their bodies create some challenges probably for me um, but also very critical at times at least one of my parents my mom was about other people and their bodies and so I, I see mm-hmm. some of that that comes through in me and so yeah. it, it creates real challenge yeah I mean it's hard it's hard to um, change patterns of thinking about ourselves but yeah we care enough about our kids to do that mm-hmm. mm. um yeah, I think in that same vein of like how we're using our language and how we're talking to our kids is shifting from from just talking about their appearance to them to talking about them as a whole person. Yes. Um, and so one of the ways that I do this with a toddler this, that you're not going to do with a teenager is at bedtime, I will talk to Lucy's um, stuffed animal. She mm. has a bunny. And so I'll be like, hey, bunny. Um, today, Lucy was so helpful, and she went and got a clean diaper, and gosh, it just saved me a trip. I was so appreciative of her being so helpful, and, like, she just lights up. She loves hearing me, like, brag on her, um, but that's the kind of things I like to try to emphasize are, like, are you being kind? Are you being a good friend? Are you helping other people? Are you being brave when you're scared, or are you, you know, are you expressing your feelings and telling me when you yeah. feel something? Um, and so those are kind of the thing. Are we, um, did you do really well on a test? Did you, you know, are you smart? Uh, and those are kind of things we focus on. And I think with a teenager that's trying all kinds of things and is learning to be our, their own person, those really are things that you can focus on and tell them like, man, I'm so proud of how you've like just endured through this really hard class. Like, mm-hmm. I know it hasn't been your favorite, but you stuck with it. And, uh, whether or not you did well, like you did it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm, I'm just really grateful that, um, you know, your friends have a friend like you who's thinking about them and, and is, you know, doing whatever. I know some of our girls, anytime something happens with their friend, they're like praying about it. But then also like, what well, can we, can we make her a basket? Can we just bring her one of her favorite mm-hmm. things? And so just highlighting things like thoughtfulness and humility and kindness can take the attention away from just the way someone looks and help, you know, help our students see that they're not just what they look like, Mm -hmm. that who they are matters. So if you're not talking to a stuffed animal, you might be telling the family at the table. Yes. Like, oh, hey. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, uh, you know what? Today in the car, I was super stressed out, and Susie decided to turn on my favorite song, and we sang together. Mm. Or something that, where you're just highlighting yeah. publicly or, mm. you know, 
in front we'll, of them who we'll they do are. that sometimes like we do that we try to do that at the dinner table one of the other things it's like when whoever's home first uh-huh. or or even second but you come in and say hey um oh my goodness mom did you hear or did you can i tell you this and try and part of that because i want to say that in front of all of our kids mm-hmm. but to make sure you know whoever it is is hearing that but mm-hmm. just some of that like i think it's so important for teenagers who are already concerned and worried and are fighting through just kind of their own battles and right. you know uh, to hear those positive things and for it to be not oh man you're so handsome you're so pretty right do do mm-hmm. sure. or you're so smart no like give them something they can really kind of mm-hmm. you know um just nail down that mm-hmm. it really is you know and some of that we've talked about with with our oldest this whole musical thing he's mm-hmm. doing this spring which is so new for us and uh, we keep saying like i'm so proud of you not because you got the part you got i'm so proud of you for trying new things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? so goodness just the ways we can encourage and mm-hmm. shift our focus for our kids is so important yeah and always feel free to tell the youth staff because we love celebrating your kids too. And that's, a, Absolutely. Well, that's, so true. that's a fun way for them to get some validation. It's so, fun when, when a parent says something and you're able to walk up and they have like, why would you know this? You're uh-huh. like, hey, great uh-huh. job. I heard about whatever. Uh-huh. Because we love celebrating that. Absolutely. But also, I love when kids are like, wait, my mom told you that or my dad mm-hmm. told you that? And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, boy. Or they ask, how do you know that? And you're like, I'm a youth pastor. I know everything. That's right. Um, I understand. Um, it I'm is your biggest fun. fan. <laughs> Something that I have seen in my own life and I think is probably applicable to those listening um, is uh, buying clothes that fits your teens um, mm-hmm. or helping them choose clothes that fit them well. Right. Um, nothing helped me more um, <laughs> with my own body image from when I went from a large to an XL. <laughs> I like genuinely was like, oh my goodness, like I look way better. Like, <laughs> right? I, like I'm just more confident, like, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. like it's not a big deal to go up a size. There are shirts that I wear in my closet that are two X's that look like they should have been a large, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then there's larges in my closet that are really big. And, you know, it's hard. This, this means that maybe the online shopping can't happen as much. You might actually have to <laughs> try stuff on. Um, but all that to say, uh, when clothes fit you, um, it matters. Um, right. And that also means yeah. that you can't wear the same shirt from the fifth grade. Um, or Sometimes you have I, to retire things. <laughs> I, I don't have any fifth grade shirts, um, but I do have mm. college shirts. Um, and some of them I should probably get rid of. But I had, um, a, I had a T-shirt from seventh grade. eighth grade youth camp that I had for a long time so I was like you know what this Hanes material has not really (laughs) stood the test of time that Hanes beefy tea but but truly like sizes are a decent guide but like you know every like comfort colors large is extraordinarily different than like a Hanes (laughs) large like and it's you, you really and even mm-hmm. so like you know one batch from our um, t-shirt like oh people yeah. can be extraordinary like a large from this batch could be ter- like entirely mm-hmm. different than a large from this batch so um, it's kind of it can be complicated but it's worth it for I think the return on investment is awesome when your clothes yeah. actually fit I would say yeah, especially like. When you're still growing and you're really needing new clothes yes every season or so you know just knowing that like the number on the tag does like the size does not matter Mm -hmm. um you want to pick clothes that fit you Mm -hmm. because women's sizes are a sham like Mm -hmm. they make no sense first of all i have yeah 
I have pants that are a size four, and I have pants that are a size twelve that fit me. They both fit. And I, I pulled on some the other day, and I was like, "There's, there's no way this is my size after having mm. two babies. There's something very wrong with this <laughs> sizing." And so, I mean, I understand that, but I know, for, like, for girls, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I have to get the yes. next size up." What? Yeah. Well. Listen, junior sizing is cut different than women's sizing. Mm -hmm. And then when you have things that don't differentiate across brands that are using different sizing systems, just don't even look at the numbers. Mm -hmm. And you can help your teenager understand that That's exactly right. Yeah, I think that's important framing that Mm -hmm. for our kids. That Again, we talked about earlier for our guys, you know, for my son, it's like, oh, yeah, I moved up a size. You know, I'm still (laughs) confident Uh about that where maybe for our ladies – and that's stereotypical, but I think oftentimes those camps may lean in certain mm-hmm. seasons. But, yeah, I think for us to help our students understand that, like, yeah, this size, does, it, it doesn't tell tell. Mm-hmm. It's a guy that helps us figure out what to put you in, maybe. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it, yeah, you're, you're not living and dying by this size or yeah. this number. This, it, and how we frame that as parents, even as we shop with them, I think is, is very important. Mm-hmm. Particularly if you, you know your kid's sensitive about that. Okay, well. Try to help them navigate that. Yeah. One. yeah. I would say two two things on this. Don't discredit thrift stores um, or like a TJ so Maxx. True. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you can try stuff on there. Especially a thrift store, it's going to be really cheap. Yeah. Um, especially if they're growing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I get it. Like, if you have to buy new clothes all the time because your kid's growing, that's difficult. But also, if you are online shopping, like, look at their actual, like, sizing measurements. Most sure. websites will list oh, this is the sizing chart. This is what we mean when we say small, medium, large, mm-hmm. XL, whatnot. It's a little easier with pants and inseams, sure. but they also yeah. give it for T-shirts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And if you, I mean, whip out a tape measure so you know, um, you know, or at least that's what pull I've done out, with myself. Pull out your sewing kit. That's why you keep that in your pocket all the time. I wonder uh, yeah. if the tape measure was always there, Tanner. That's it was really helpful for me because my body has fluctuated a lot over the last three years. Um, it's using Amazon's, what's it called? It's like a Prime Try-On Oh, yeah, where you program. can try it on, send it, yeah. Send yeah, so they have some items where you can order. So I would get them in two sizes and then send the oh, one back yeah. that didn't fit. Or if neither one of them looked good. But because I'm already paying for their <laughs> annual yeah, your, your service, it's yeah. already included. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't cool. have to take babies to the store. So. Hey, can we mention the thrift store thing? I, I, I do find that, like, there's times we've gone, like, for camp or, or mm-hmm. getting ready for something and buy, like, let's go buy play clothes or you know mm-hmm. clothes we know are going to get messy grab a thrift store but i found some great finds and it's interesting some of our students shout out blake uh, kinnamer dude blake <laughs> all like, of his outfits like bro his <laughs> coolest clothes outfits. i feel and like he dresses all those, so well yeah we've got one of our, our high school guys and i'm like man that is a sweet shirt he's like yeah i got a thrift store so he's it's told always me, like, something the best cool. thrift store <laughs> to go to and so it's down by my house so no way yeah yeah the salvation army down in mansfield okay. so uh, yeah go take a game so that's the that's golf awesome. shirt haven apparently so oh, so again okay. there's some of that y'all that i know for some club. kids that may be the most terrifying thing in the world sure. um but let's be honest there are times where that just may be really beneficial for your family but i think you can also navigate that in a way whether they feel like it or not like you're <laughs> Their friends are not sitting around the thrift store waiting to see if, you know, you're buying their clothes there. But, you know, you can find some great stuff there. So Yeah, man, absolutely. Good, good shout it out there. Okay, so, of course, we want to prepare our students to have healthy body image. But yeah. what are some things that we can be looking for to know if they need some extra help? Yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I jump in and think of 
I immediately see faces as I talk about this. Um, and one of the things as we talked about a few minutes ago, again, pre-recording, um, so many times when we think about this, there really are, there's kind of stereotypes when we talk about particularly eating disorders or challenges that, that uh, students may have or people may have, we often think, oh, this is something that girls deal with mm-hmm. and it's not our guys. That is certainly not the truth. Mm-hmm. You know? And so Absolutely through the years, not. we've had so many things. But one of the things just be be aware of and really pay attention to, if they're restricting their food intake or really just exercising excessively, oftentimes those come together. Sometimes they come just, you know, um, they're independent of one another. Um, and, and the fear there is that, you you know, a student may begin to deal with, with issues with anorexia. But part of that, it really is about control and restriction. Um, and, mm. and often it just does, it's not going to have the desired effect because the body goes into starvation or survival mode. Mm. And so it totally throws the body off mm. and it creates major issues. I mean, um, I, th- I think it was even before you got here, Chelsea, I'll never mm. forget walking into a hospital one night to see one of our students who'd been dealing with stuff we knew something wasn't right his health was is mm. not good um and oh my goodness y'all like yeah. like realizing and walking through that with that family because much of that i believe stemmed from just a lot of things they felt like were, were out of control and mm. so this was a way to kind of have something that this this you know person could control mm-hmm. well then suddenly the ramifications and the challenges of that became de- i mean very uh, could have really taken his life mm-hmm. uh, just wow. a horrific situation and yeah. praise god for parents who stepped in and and made a hard decision to really do something that their kid certainly didn't want right um but but it was a long time coming Gosh. but but it was when we began to find out that's the first time i had really been close enough to a situation where you learn how devastating it could be on a body it's mm-hmm. just so dangerous and so again part of this don't freak out if your kid misses a meal, but just but but pay close attention. Just be watching for things, mm-hmm. and that's one of those. And yeah, and just, mm. yeah. That always makes me think of um, the Devil Wears Prada, where Emily Blunt is talking. She was like, "When I feel like I'm about to pass out, I just eat a cube of cheese," and cause she's trying to slim down for Fashion Week in oh, Paris. Okay. But I was like, "Oh, that's not good. <laughs> like yeah. that is not a yeah. good thing." Um, yeah. One of the other things we can watch for is. After a meal, if your child has eaten a lot, are they locking themselves in the bathroom after? Or are they excusing themselves and not coming back for a while? Um, Because I think a lot of times, which bulimia is a cycle of binging, eating a whole lot, and then purging. Um, But it's something like that's private and disgusting to them. Like they are not wanting that to be public knowledge. And Mm -hmm. so, both the binging and the purging and so if your kid's staying up really late and you notice a lot of snacks gone or if they're spending a lot of time locked in their bathroom like with the shower on and the sink on like trying to hide sounds they've got the vent on whatever it might be um yeah i would i would poke on that a little bit and see what's going on there because while anorexia can lead to like really like multi-organ failure um bulimia can like destroy your esophagus and Mm -hmm. make it like really difficult um later in life to Mm -hmm. have any kind of healthy relationship with food yeah Mm -hmm. and i would point another one is called orthorexia which is an obsession with health in itself so kind of like not just what you're putting in your body like are there food dyes are there additives are there you know like was this ethically raised 
uh, are these cleaning products going to kill me? Is everything poison? Like only being vegan and being so scared of the things in your food that you're like controlled by this need to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that one's an easy slippery slope um, to kind of just go deeper and deeper into. And so if at any point your child can't look at a piece of pizza and be like, yeah, I'm going to eat that. I mean, I think <laughs> unless they just don't like pizza, like that could be problematic yeah. in, in yeah. all of these instances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think another uh, warning sign is um, a child's obsession with social media interaction um, how they s- might spend a lot of time highly posing and filtering photos, um, how they might be following or participating in online communities that encourage unhealthy behaviors. Uh, social media is the uh, uh, one of the biggest, and we've covered this in episodes already, mm-hmm. but it is a huge challenge that every teen is going to have to face at some point. And um, a sign of maybe an unhealthy body image is how they post on social media and what yeah. they're posting on social media and how they talk about social media, who they follow, where they interact. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously we want to give our uh, teens the freedom to make their own choices and stuff like that. But um, it's not helpful um, to be uh, following accounts where they're encouraging certain things. Oh, um, yeah. Like that's out there. And mm-hmm. um, uh, like I said, I don't think this is a reason not to have social media. But it's a great reason to help your teen prepare and and monitor what they're viewing, especially while they're still in your house and still impressionable. Because, I mean, that's, I mean, people make money off Mm -hmm. of affecting uh, the way teens view themselves um, for Mm -hmm. better or for worse. Yeah, Yeah. I lived through that thigh gap phase (laughs) where everyone and the the thinspiration Uh I was like I don't think everybody can do that like I don't know that every not every set of hips can can be that far apart anyway that is dumb Uh, well just a few things to remember before we go the first is that scripture tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made Mm -hmm. that God was active in the process of building our bodies before we were even born so So maybe as a parent you just need to remember that that you are made in the image of God Mm -hmm. you're fearfully and wonderfully made and the way that you speak about and treat your body should reflect that not just for yourself but also for your child Ephesians 2.10 tells us that we were made um, on purpose, with a purpose, that God created us as his masterpiece. It was the cherry on top of creation, and not just us in the bodies and the way we look, but us as his people. And so those are all good things to remember Mm -hmm. when we're thinking about who we are biblically, spiritually, philosophically. Mm -hmm, Um, And just affirming that in our kids is is so important. And I think a lot of, like, body image like issues like get rooted in shame Mm -hmm. like we feel shame and there's a huge difference and we might get into this a little bit here in the last few minutes but there's a huge difference between feeling shame in the way your body looks the way your body feels and wanting to be healthy and wanting to treat your body right and um those getting reconciled Um, doesn't always look the same Mm -hmm. but we want to encourage people to be healthy and being healthy will not always look 
like you know whatever whoever you're following on instagram that's right um but it is way better for your body way better for your soul and your mind and even your spiritual life Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um i think about in (laughs) scripture says that our bodies are a temple right that we house the holy spirit in us and the context of that is really um avoiding sexual immorality because Mm. this this body's for God. But when we think about it in that sense, that this body holds God's presence in it, mm-hmm. then we treat it that way. Then we can we can treat it like the treasure that it is. And so like you're saying, we don't have to be ashamed to have a body that has whatever, mm-hmm. balding mm-hmm. or acne or extra weight. Or yes, yes, my poor children. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we don't have to feel shame about that. We can be proud of what our bodies have accomplished and what they've done. Um, and we can want to take care of ourselves because this is the only one we get. Ooh. We don't get another body. Right. Hydrate, y'all. Stay hydrated. <laughs> get rest. Mm. Eat well and stay nourished, even if that means having a cookie. It's Amen. absurd what a balanced diet, staying hydrated and getting enough sleep will do for your just general health yeah. like yeah. how you feel it's and how you wild. see yourself <laughs> i think like the sooner we realize that you are who you are mm-hmm. like this body is you the sooner we can accept it and mm-hmm. live into it yeah. and be happy with it you know i stopped growing height wise in the eighth grade um and i was like <laughs> you know so did i <laughs> did you i have not grown an inch huh. since the eighth grade <laughs> and I, yeah I actually may may be getting shorter at this point, <laughs> <laughs> but I still. And when I was like, you know what? There are a lot of cool things about being short. You know, like I could sneak into the <laughs> bathroom window, and no one else in my family could. <laughs> you know, like there are good things. That's awesome. Just <laughs> remind your teens that it's just unnatural. It's wild. Nobody is as good looking as Kurt Crodel. And <laughs> boy, uh, this is a standard. We're all <laughs> we're all good shape, right? <laughs> All right, friends. Do you have wow. some resources for parents? Yes, yes. Right, I we'll actually found this really great YouTube video from, uh, and it, it, the link will be in the description um, from Daily Disciple. It's a YouTube channel. Um, I haven't been like it's a guy, um, and I haven't like watched all of his videos but this particular video is about body image specifically from a guy's perspective it's a two-part like series on the subject um and i just found it really useful he explains it really well he it's all biblically based um and i thought it was a really positive message about body image because a lot of the time it's about um, women and their bodies Mm -hmm. and this is not something that is exclusive to our female friends it's uh everyone struggles with body image in some way in some way shape or form Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah I would tell you this, go to, and we point to the parent queue all the time, go to the parent queue, search for middle school, um, and there, there are a, just a ton of articles, but but there's a middle school, that's one of their topics, mm-hmm. really, and for them, they, they say sixth to eighth grade is what they consider middle school, um, but go to the parent queue blog, or, or in, if you've got the parent queue app, there's so many good articles that, that I found there that talk about image, that talk about you know, when your kids ask if they're fat or, or mm-hmm. how we discuss that, how we have conversations, even if your kids aren't, aren't in junior high, sure. um, I think it's a really good help. And there's just a ton of places. So, yeah, look for middle school stuff. If you've got teenagers, I think that's mm-hmm. a, a great yeah. spot. And, mm-hmm. again, you've probably heard that before. If you listen to as much, Parent Q's 
one of my favorite spots. It's my go-to typically as a parent. It's where I start often the conversation as I'm trying to figure things out. Hmm. What yeah. about you, Chels? Um, well, first of all, I would recommend um, the counseling center that's right here in our office building. Mm-hmm. It They are licensed therapists um, the real that deal. we highly recommend for our people. So we feel really good about yeah. referring our students and families to this counseling center. Um, so what is their full name? That's what I was actually. Uh, the Center, Center for, for Innovative Integrative. Counseling. In, sorry, <laughs> it's innovative, but it is in, <laughs> integrative. Integrated integrative counseling, counseling innovatively. and psychology. And, psychology. Yeah. and we will link that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And I also have an article from the Center for Parent and Youth Understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, just, it's got a, I found a useful infographic about this topic with mm-hmm. information from fifth grade up through high school for guys and girls and kind of steps you can take and um i found it visually really helpful to kind of picture some of those things so we'll link it here that's awesome sweet gentlemen thank thanks, you guys. so much for today it's been good you. parents thanks for being here um, people it's hard to talk about bodies sometimes mm-hmm. but you're doing a great job it really does take a village thanks for listening thanks, thanks for being here